This is Total Retail Tech Insights. The content retail executives need to optimize their use of technology throughout their organizations. Hello and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Tech Insights. I'm Joe Keenan, the Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail. I'm really excited to be joined on this episode by Chelsea Hall, who is the founder and CEO of Viral Moment. Chelsea was actually a presenter at our Total Retail Tech event last month in Denver, and she was the winner of our Startup Challenge, which featured a couple startup uh, founders talking about their businesses and their products and how they uh, could be relevant to our audience of retail judges and also the uh, the audience at Total Retail Tech. So uh, we're thrilled to kind of continue that conversation here in this podcast episode with Chelsea. So thanks for joining me today, Chelsea. Thanks so much for having me, Joe. I'm excited to be here. So I'd love for you just to get us started to tell our audience a little bit about Viral Moment um, and kind of the work that you do, the industry you serve, kind of give a little primer for the audience on the business. Absolutely. Viral Moment is a social intelligence tool, and we recognize that social video matters and what's happening on social video matters so much to brands. So we are a team that has built an AI bot that can essentially watch millions of social videos. By doing that, we can tell brands, hey, what are your customers saying about you? What's trending? How long are trends sticking around for versus you know, flaming out? Uh, we really, really understand patterns in, in retail and consumers, what consumers care about and how they think of brands and share that information back with brands and that data. So that bot, is that in terms of the implementation for the client that is going to be using it, is it something that they interject in their code? How do you kind of get that bot up and running so that it's following whatever the client's social videos or whatever the the, the content they're interested in in tracking? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we're an insights company at our at our core and at our, in our heart, Joe. So we realize, hey, what, what's happening in social video matters and brands need to be able to see that. Uh, we've got our own tools. Brands can access that on the browser. It's a SaaS-based subscription tool where you can log in and self-serve to understand you know, what's happening on social video concerning your audiences and your brand. Um, we also send out email alerts and notifications, and we do have insights report reporting teams on our staff who can help tell you, you know, what's going on in the world. Ultimately, at the end of the day, though, I, I think it's a technology tool. It can manifest in, in a couple ways, but the important thing that we're really working on is helping brands to understand this new beast that is social video, which is completely changing the retail landscape. And you know, if it was a little bit important to brands a couple of years ago, um, it's about to get a lot more important as, as shoppable video becomes it takes center stage. Yeah, and we're going to get into that shoppable video piece and kind of the trend data that that you're extracting from all of this. But before we get into all that and to the details, I'd love to learn a little bit more about you personally, Chelsea. Tell us uh, your professional background and kind of what inspired you to to get uh, Viral Moment launched and, uh, you know, tell us your story. Yeah. Oh, man. I am so passionate about culture, how culture moves and what people care about. So several years ago, before starting Viral Moment, I was working as a subject matter expert with the Department of State and the Department of Defense. Uh, during that time, it was I had a, a, such a fun job. I got to bring back technologies and help groups within the government find the right technologies to understand people and audiences online, what they were saying, what they cared about. I realized that there were a lot of great technologies that helped us to understand text. You know, what, what are people saying in text? What's going on? What's trending? 
but nothing could manage and understand video. And that really bothered me because when I looked out at the world and I said, hey, what's the content that's really changing people's beliefs, their decisions, you know, influencing what they buy or how they, how they behave, social video was so important and there was no way to measure it or understand what was happening within the video content today. There's some tools that, you know, can measure hashtags or captions, but I, I kind of think who cares? I want to know what's the rich stuff going on inside the video. So uh, I went to Carnegie Mellon for my grad degree. And uh, while I was there, I met Shada, my co-founder. Shada is brilliant and incredible. She used to work with NASA, helping them pilot drones with computer vision. So uh, her and I put our heads together and have really created this incredible technology that uses artificial intelligence to actually read and understand what is happening within video and across millions of videos so the brands can finally have good strategies and don't have to guess in the dark about this stuff anymore. Yeah. So um, thinking about for our audience specifically, we're obviously a retail focused uh, podcast, but I would imagine the sectors that this technology is applicable to is it's a lot more than just retail. Tell us a little bit about kind of the the audiences that you think can be, benefit uh, in, from some of the information that you're gleaning from these social videos. Yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. When we first started this company a little over two years ago, we worked with so many different types of groups. We've done projects with hedge funds, with large media companies, uh, with government groups who, uh, you know, and, and political groups. So absolutely, there's a lot of a lot of information and a lot of really powerful knowledge that tons of stakeholders can learn about online about what's going on online on, on video. But you know, where, where we've actually ended up and what, what the company is focused on now, it's it's shoppable video and it's the retail aspect of that. You know, Joe, there is a paradigm shift happening right now where you used to have a retail footprint in a floor. You know, it, it was a it was a, a physical place where you could go and buy things. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, that's becoming less and less important. And all of a sudden we're we're we've already been migrating our purchasing pattern to online over the last decade and COVID accelerated that. Um, but more and more we're seeing the younger generations buy products on video and it's social commerce. We're actually expected to buy $8.5 trillion worth of retail on video by 2030. Yeah, it's it's it speaks to kind of the emergence of these digital channels that have kind of captured consumers' attention and particularly younger demographics, as you noted. So thinking along those lines, tell us a little bit about how you believe social video in particular has altered consumers' purchasing behavior. So this content is out there and it's influencing con what consumers are buying. So tell us a little bit about how you think that factors into the work that you're doing. Yeah. Well, you know, social media used to be all about top of funnel, right? It was a small part of a brand's footprint. It was how a brand maybe got the word out there. It was advertising. Um, maybe you had some influencers and that was another fun way to get your brand out there. We're in a new world now. So social, like I said, social video is the new retail footprint and video has the most important KPI linked to it now. And that is you know, sales and revenue. So let's think about word of mouth. And we've always looked to our communities to understand you know, what, what to buy. That's always been so influential. Word of mouth is so powerful. All of the sudden, over the last several years, my community is digital and word of mouth and influence has become digital. And that's something we're seeing you know, on these online platforms. So you know, I, 
I, I was scrolling TikTok the other day. I saw someone that I had been following for a while. I've never met them personally, but I, I follow them. I love their content wearing a dress. It was a really cool dress. It had a cool, shiny fabric. I loved it. I was really excited by it. And I wasn't just seeing that like a model on a web page, you know, wearing it, or I wasn't seeing it hanging on a rack. I was seeing someone like me out in the wild, um, you know, using this product. I bought one. I bought it on social video right then and there because I was like, wow, this is cool. This is exciting. I related to it. I wasn't even there to buy something. I was just scrolling to pass some time while I was like in New York waiting for the subway. And next thing I knew, I was I was making a purchase of something I love. Yeah, it's that ease and convenience uh, factor too. Like it's immediate. It's it's happening right then and there. You don't have to think twice, which is great for the retailer. They're capturing that in the moment purchasing activity. Um, so thinking about present day, do you believe retailers and brands are doing a good job capturing those insights and trends that are emerging from the social video sphere? Um, maybe why they are or why they're not doing a great job of that right now? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want to classify it as good or bad, but what, <laughs> what I will say is it's new. This is brand new. It's something new that we're all figuring out. And, and frankly, that I'd say US-based retailers are figuring out together right now. So TikTok shop just launched officially in the US in September. So that, that is hot off the presses. Um, and this is a new behavior. So brands have a long way to go to have powerful strategy to activate this new channel in a way that is effective. Um, and so it, again, I don't want to say they're doing a bad job, yeah. but I will also say viral moment technology is the only solution that can actually read inside video. So we are seeing a lot of brands starting to use solutions that look at hashtags, what hashtags are trending. Uh, maybe that, you know, you can look at search intent in social as some, a way to start to understand things like supply and demand or go to get in front of your, your audience, your buyers, um, but that's pretty rudimentary and we're in very, very early days. And I, I will, I believe to the the core of my being that by actually looking inside videos with computer vision, by listening to transcripts, by seeing, you know, what products are moving, what products are going viral, that is the way that we can activate powerful strategy to really win on this channel. I think an important distinction you made, Chelsea, is that you, you specified U.S. retailers, but I, as I think we've seen globally some other uh, brands and retailers in other geographies, particularly in uh, Asia uh, and other areas of the world, they're, they're, they've kind of adopted to this uh, social video, shoppable video a little more quickly than U.S. retailers. So there's kind of a learning curve, right, for, for retailers here in the U.S.? Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there's a learning curve. U.S. Um, consumption patterns are very, very different. And I think there's a little bit of a mentality we see right now with big brands who we work with of a wait and see. Is this going to catch on in the U.S. as it has in other areas? Um, and I will tell you, you know, as a brand, you can wait and see. <laughs> but I think you're going to miss out on a heck of a lot of business if you do. And the people who are are first to, that to these platforms and who are... Um, Entering these platforms strategically and powerfully right now are, are seeing the returns on that. So a, we'll continue to watch consumer behavior, but I, with a tool like ours, you can actually have data as you watch um, and you can de-risk it in a lot of ways. Like you, maybe there, there's a lot of different strategies. Brands can put a toe in the water, maybe activate a bunch of creators before they actually have officially are officially launched on these platforms, or maybe they officially launch with just one product line. And that's something that we're helping brands do thoughtfully and strategically.
Yeah, it's actually a great segue into what I wanted to talk about in terms of your company, Viral Moment, and what it can do to help retailers and brands in this emerging area. I'd love um, if you have an example that you might be able to share, particularly in the retailer or CPG brand space um, that you might be able to, to talk about. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll tell you the story of a beauty brand that we're working with who we've really helped along the full cycle of, of this, yeah, along this. There's a lot of aspects to, there's a lot of ways, ways that we can, we can help and that brands should be thinking about how do I approach this with strategy? Just like, you know, when you have a, a retail footprint, that's a physical footprint, you know, you've got to think about well, how do I stock it? How do I get people in the door? Once people are in the door, what's their consumer experience? Like you, those, all those same considerations. Now you have to think about in the digital world and in this video world, and that's where we help out. So um, with this beauty retailer, the very first thing we started supporting them with was demand forecasting and inventory management. The viral moment technology, because we watch millions of videos every single day, we start to understand what's trending. Um, you know, for hair care right now, bonding products are really trending. It's you know, products to help your hair be stronger, have, have stronger bonds. So we saw that trend. We saw it early and we saw what products were emerging within that trend organically. The users were already sharing via word of mouth. Um, and the fun part of the computer vision aspect of our product, we actually see inside the videos what products are being shown, what are people talking about. So based on that, we help the retailer to understand what is this trend? How big is this trend? How fast is it moving? Um, and that informs two things, demand forecasting and inventory management, and also their advertising strategy around products like this. Um, we have had a couple instances where you know, we we help a very big global beverage retailer understand like what's trending around coffee. And so if they want to think about coffee flavors and what coffee flavors they, they're putting out, we can actually look at the organic conversation. And so there's a, an innovation piece to that too. Um, but I, that one I would say is an advanced use case for very yeah. brands. Um, but another thing that we've, we've done too is media monitoring around products. So if people start to say something that's you know not beneficial around your product, uh, a great example is Olaplex, if you guys, if you've heard about it, I, I mentioned yep, hair bonding. For sure. it's like yep. The original, like the, the excellent, you know, the big hair bonding product that we all know and love. It completely went viral because on social video and like the company saw great returns. It, it skyrocketed that company into the stratosphere and made it, you know, a, a household name. But very recently, we've actually seen people saying Olaplex has been damaging to their hair. And that's a, that's another, a, a trend that we're seeing on social video and we're able to help brands like that understand how big is that trend? How fast is it moving? Um, what are the details and dynamics behind it? Um, some other things that we're helping brands with is they look to actually onboard onto social selling via video is understanding what creators might be great to partner with or influencers um, and what type of products to advertise and when to advertise versus to embrace organic um, and also just what's, how do you think about customer experience management throughout that whole entire process? So quick follow-up on that in terms of uh, a couple things, that brand new reputation monitoring, a key, a key piece here that you called out. I'm going to ask about the uh, demand forecasting and inventory management in a separate question, but also is competitive data set monitoring something that your, your clients are interested? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's, it's the basic data that you're used to. What's your share of voice in a given conversation? What's your share of voice when it comes to a certain trend? Um, what's your product's share of a certain category? And also what other products might appear organically alongside your product? Um, we have all of that data in our dashboard. So with this information, to your point earlier, it really can help kind of 
crystallize your assortment planning, your demand forecasting in terms of what trends, what products are, are being, you know, organically talked about in the social sphere. Um, and then you can manage your inventory better because of that. You talked about this being a nascent field for so many re retailers and brands. Getting this right, what are some of the, you know, there's cost savings there, there's potentially uh, sales gains through, there's better marketing ROI spend based upon your you know, investing in channels and products that customers are talking about. Tell us a little bit about some of the business benefits that you think can be realized to getting this right. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's a whole new channel that is the future. <laughs> so as much as, you know, there's an incredible host of of small ROI, I don't want to say small, but ROI line items that we could rattle off right now. I would emphasize that it's bigger than that. It's really the way that we think about retail. It's, it's uh, I, I can't say enough. It's a paradigm shift. It's going to be wildly different. Um, it is now already, but five years from now, like we're living in a whole new world. Just what Amazon did to bookstores is what we're starting to see TikTok do right now to, to retailers. And uh, you got to play there and you got to really understand it. So yes, there's incredible ROI right now to onboarding onto this platform, but it, probably the bigger thing is what you're going to miss out on if you don't get into these platforms and don't start strategically thinking about you know, the opportunity. Your your retail footprint's so important and so powerful. And like, this is, think about the metaverse, if, if you've ever spent time on like a metaverse platform and not to get into the metaverse right now, but it's infinite. Like it can expand forever. It's it's scalable. That's something that's just so powerful with this tech. One video can get millions of viewers and drive millions of eyeballs to product and millions of purchasers now that video is shoppable. Um, and that's like an insane dynamic that you got to take advantage of. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about particularly TikTok shop because you brought that up earlier. Uh, how that you foresee impacting the retail industry. And I know some retailers are, are starting to, to dabble in that space, but there's a lot more to your point that are, that are lagging behind. And there's an opportunity cost there that, you know, you want to be kind of the, the first to market here in, in many cases. Tell us a little bit about TikTok shop and the, and the implications you believe that that particular channel can have for retail. Yeah. I mean, let's double click on the data that already exists. We know that consumer spending on TikTok has already surpassed two and a half billion dollars globally. We know that 71 and half percent of TikTok users have shopped when they stumbled on videos in their feeds. We know that 97 percent of Gen Z who spend time on TikTok have discovered new fashion trends on social video. And 83 percent of those have made impulse purchases based on something they saw and loved. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really just a matter of seeing where the world is going and being a part of that. Are there specific categories that you think are even more critical as consumer lifestyle categories, apparel, potentially uh, home decor? I'm thinking of certain categories being yeah. even more tangible in that space um, yeah. and being more of an immediate need. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's a, an incredible point to call out, Joe. Um, one of the things about video is it's so visual, right? It's like products that appeal, appeal visually. Um, we're seeing that. So the beauty industry, um, the fashion industry, uh, apparel is huge. There's a lot of products that, you know, are, are you maybe more experiential that maybe don't, don't sit in a warehouse as well. Um, I, we're not seeing that. It, it, you, 
TikTok can still, or social video can still drive consumers to those, to those experiences and products. But yeah, I think absolutely your, your, your fast moving consumer goods is where we're really seeing a lot of traction right now. Um, but it's been really fun to watch already in, in the short time that this has been around, watch it develop. We're, we're seeing a, you know, there's a huge trend about around thrifting and, and Gen Z loves to thrift. So we're seeing a lot of things around um, home goods and thrifted home home goods and homewares. People are actually selling and reselling on TikTok shop. So it's it's not all you know shiny, flashy things that you know people are moving quickly. There there's a, a real a lot of other marketplaces emerging um, that are that are kind of interesting and exciting to watch. So you touched on a little bit earlier how kind of this is a paradigm shift in the retail industry and how consumer behavior is, is fundamentally changing. Um, I'm interested to get your take, Chelsea, in terms of the continued growth of social video, because I think we both agree that this is this is only going to keep growing in in um, in scale. Uh, how will that potentially be complementary of brick and mortar retail stores? Maybe it detracts from what retailers are doing in physical footprints. Um, tell us why you or how you foresee the two channels kind of meshing in terms of sh social and shoppable video along with physical retail. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, I love going to retail stores as a way to experience brands and I am no expert on, on physical footprints, but we are seeing already a shift towards uh, brick and mortar as a place of experience. And I think that social video can intertwine with that really ele elegantly. Um, I love Netflix just launched a physical store at the Grove in LA where they're actually selling things that are associated with their different shows. And it's the two channels are, are bolstering each other really powerfully. People are sharing videos of their experience in the Netflix short store online. And then people can now shop in the store and online and they make the videos at the store that are then like selling the content online. So I think smart brands are going to see this and see that there's a, a powerful flywheel to be generated here. Um, you, the, the experience of being able to go in, and touch and feel products and see things are, is still so powerful. I really, I just moved to a new place. It's kind of cold where I, I just moved to Half Moon Bay in California and uh, I really want a pair of Uggs, but I don't want to buy them online because I want to see them. And I, I'm going to go to Macy's later and actually like try on a pair because I want to see what they look like. Um, and I'm hungry for that experience. Um, but maybe I'll try them on at Macy's and then I'll, I'll go and see if there's a different color or something like that or a different version of them online. Yeah, it's kind of that, you know, that cross-channel behavior, um, whatever is most convenient. Uh, the customer really doesn't care at the end of the day, whether they're buying it online, buying it in store. Um, they want the If they want the product, they're going to get it. Um, and that kind of being immersive with the product across all these different channels, covering your bases essentially makes a lot of sense. And, you know, a shoppable video, just another channel which consumers are, are increasingly engaging with. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thinking about uh, what retailers and brands that may not yet be involved in social video, if you're, you know, you have this company that you've kind of launched in terms of getting viral moment started, giving all this important information, this trend data, this product data um, to, to retailers and brands, what would be your advice for kind of getting started in this space? Are there best practices you might want to share? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing is you don't have to do it blind. 
these channels can feel a little bit scary, a little bit intimidating. It's it's a new thing, right? And a lot of brands are cherished brands that have beautiful reputations and you know, people people hold the brand in a, a certain way. Um, I think that the the advice I would give is that you don't have to just barrel head first into this new channel. You can use data and look at what's already out there to build a strategy that will uphold the reputation of your brand um, and allow you to onboard onto these new channels that are the future of where people are buying. So it, it's not, it, it can seem kind of scary or crazy or, you know, there's a lot of market pressures all that all kind of come down on, on people at once. And I, I would say, uh, you're not alone. Everyone's doing this right now and everyone's figuring it out together. And smart brands are are using powerful data and metrics to make sure that they do it right. And that th there are resources out there to do that. Yeah. And viral moment being one of them. Um, but to your point, it's not just, you know, we're doing it because it's this shiny new thing that people are talking about and it's got a lot of buzz around it. And um, and, or, you know, our competitor just started selling via shoppable video. We need to follow what they're doing. You're, you're advocating and, and viral moment is, is giving them some of the necessary data to make informed decisions around how this can best work for their, their organizations. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Well, I want to take the opportunity to thank Chelsea Hall, who is the co-founder and CEO of viral moment for joining us on this episode of total retail tech insights. It's been a fun conversation. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you for having me, Joe. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Tech Insights is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Tech Insights.